0: Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi folks, welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And my partner in crime, Steve Lacey, is not here today. Steve has got some things going on, some projects uh, he's trying to get done. And uh, he's actually going on vacation officially this weekend. So he's cramming to get a lot of little things done. Some little, some big. And so uh, we're flying solo today uh, with the podcast. But we're so glad that you've spent some time with us. or planning, hopefully, to spend a little bit of time with us here for the next half hour as uh, we talk about... Uh, tech-related things. We're a company, as you may or may not know, called JSL Solutions. We provide streaming video through streamingchurch.tv. We have a church websites and church management tools, myflock.com. And the other part of our company is called churchapplive.com, which is mobile apps that we provide. And our goal is to really help churches use technology today to reach Uh, their community to reach the the world, for that matter. And part of what we do on these these podcasts uh, are very much tech-related, as you could probably figure, but also we talk a lot about other things to help enable you as a leader, as a pastor, as a volunteer, to really, you know, do what you do better. And uh, Steve and I have had a ton of church experience, not just in the technical end, but also uh, working with volunteers and leadership stuff. Uh, in fact, I'm still uh, involved in leadership at a church I actually work for part-time as an executive pastor, do some speaking and do some leadership things with that church. And some of it's tech-related, some of it's volunteer-related. Well, you get the gist if you have any experience as a executive pastor. So, uh, And I was a senior pastor. In fact, I was the second customer way back in 2001. My church, we started a church, and my church back then, uh, was the second customer of JSL Solutions with Steve. Steve and I go back a long ways even before that. And I'm happy to say that my church is still going back, back there in Kansas and they still use uh, JSL Solutions. So we've been around for a long time. And uh, uh, today we want to talk about some technical things related to streaming video. Uh, Streaming video has been around for a long time, uh, but there are some basic things that uh, you should know if you're having some problems or if you happen to run into some issues with your live stream. Maybe you, you are not streaming live, but maybe you're thinking about it this might be a good little podcast to listen to so that you know what you might be getting into if you decide to do streaming video and if you are doing streaming video maybe you've got some problems or you've had some issues uh, perhaps this can shed some light on it and help you a little bit when it comes to streaming video so there uh, streaming video is not overly complicated today but there are a few things that we need to know uh, when it comes to uh... you know diagnosing some issues that you might be having so usually the first the first impression people get is when they're having a problem. If you're uh, heading up your streaming church deal, you're you're uh, maybe a volunteer, you're in, on staff or something, and you're getting complaints. Uh, whether it might be Sunday morning or whatever, the, you know we're having buffering, we've got some video issues. Uh, the first reaction most people do is okay, let's call our provider. And, and we do get we you know we're available streamingchurch.tv. He's available twenty four seven basically, and so we get calls. And um, and I understand that. Okay. Uh, in fact, I remember years ago, I was helping my church stream, and we were having some streaming issues, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was off the top of my head. So my first reaction was, hmm, I'm going to call streamingchurch.tv. And as I went to pick up the phone, I realized, wait a minute, I'm calling myself. <laughs> and I uh, put the phone down and realized, okay, maybe I need to do some troubleshooting here very quickly. Uh, before, uh, you know, I call one of my server guys. And so what uh, I did was uh, I realized I did a speed test, <laughs> an upload speed test at, at our church and realized our internet, which was really very reliable at that time and very powerful and good. My internet had disappeared <laughs> at my church. It was pretty much gone. And that's why I was having buffering issues and having some problems. So I don't, I don't blame your fault. You, if you want to call your provider, like, like us, Uh, But uh, you might, here's a few things you could do that could kind of maybe, you know, help you very quickly solve the problem. Uh, And chances are, we're going to suggest this to you if you call us, uh, because we have found over the years and years that we've been doing this, we have got some great uh, reliable servers. Most of the time, the problem is going to be on the church's end, not on our end. We've had a couple Maybe a couple outages over the last, uh, I don't know, five, six years maybe for a few minutes. But for the most part, we're pretty reliable. Not saying it could never happen. But uh, I have found that a lot of times the issue originates from the, uh, the, the location, the church's location. So let me, let me tell you why that is, okay? Uh, first of all, it's usually related to the network, the internet, the i internet service provider, Uh, And the way you can kind of tell that a lot of times is most of the time is by doing a speed test. So you can go to our website, streamingchurch.tv, look under resources. There's a speed test you can use that goes directly to our servers. Uh, Or you can just go to speedtest.net, something like that. Just make sure they don't spam you. But you can do uh, speedtest.net and you can do a speed test. And I would do several speed tests to find out. In fact, here's my little nugget here that you might want to consider nugget of wisdom, maybe if you want to call it that is uh, even before you stream, I would get there early enough and test your upload speed even before you stream. And then I would test it while you're streaming and and see how things are going. Because again, what you're looking for is not the download speed. You're really looking for the upload speed and the quality of service. So test often and test it on the actual equipment from the actual location with the actual subject matter, if possible. Uh, But whatever, you know, if you can't Totally do that with subject matter. At least do some additional testing uh, while you're streaming and, and see how that goes. You know, it's easy to panic. It's easy. Your hair's on fire. Something's going wrong. Maybe you're even having a big conference and there's people watching all over the world and suddenly, you know, it's not working right. And so uh, stay calm and uh, check a few things here that we're going to go over with you here that, that could maybe help you with that. Uh, the other thing is you, you really want to know what your upload speed is on your live encoder. So you want to make sure, you know, if you do a speed test, you want to make sure what the upload speed is. But also on your live encoder, uh, what do you have it set at? What do you have your video set at? You know, because uh, it's, it needs to be at least, uh, well, let's take, for instance, if you're just doing 500 kilobytes per second for your video, uh, your upload speed should, should be over 1 meg. So you should be double uh, what you're streaming at at least. And that's as long as you don't have a ton of people on your Wi-Fi or on your network. So l- let me try to make this as clear as possible. So if you're streaming five, six hundred kilobytes per second, maybe you're streaming eight or nine hundred kilobytes per second, or you know, a thousand, which is a one meg. Uh, make sure that your upload speed, you know, when you test it, it's it should be double uh, of what that is. So if you're streaming one meg upload speed on your live encoder, uh, then you should have at least two consistent. Upload two meg's upload on, on your uh, on, the, on if you take a speed test it just to gauge what it looks like. In fact, really you should have a little bit more because bandwidth does change; it fluctuates, and especially if you have an open network. Uh, if you have a large church or you have several people for whatever reason downloading files on your Wi-Fi, it can slow things down and it can cause buffering. It can cause problems. So. I always recommend if you're really serious about streaming, uh, you might consider getting a a different Internet connection for streaming or at least lock it down (laughs) so that uh, Sunday morning or Saturday night or whenever you do streaming, there's there's not a lot of people on your Wi-Fi. We've said we've done podcasts here before and we've encouraged people to have open Wi-Fi. But not if you 're streaming uh, that can that could be a po- a possible problem, so maybe you 're getting away with it now. good for you. I hope it 's okay, but definitely keep that in mind that your internet 's g- going to fluctuate, and a lot of people don 't realize that uh, depending on the users you have and then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier, uh, you know there was a golf tournament uh, here in Tucson a few years ago, and this was back when Tiger Woods was Tiger Woods, and the networks would rob us of bandwidth. Uh, they would broadcast this thing, and somehow or another, uh, our internet, which was usually really good, would kind of disappear every time <laughs> during this year, during the, during the golf tournament. We finally put two and two together. So bandwidth does fluctuate, and there's lots of things that can happen, and it can happen totally out of the blue. So just keep that in mind, and the way you can, can maybe solve that question would be take a speed test and take multiple speed tests. All right, so as we talk about streaming, and ways to really uh, deal with buffering issues and problems and, and really getting the most out of your live streaming. Uh, another factor that a lot of times people don't realize is that the equipment you're using can have an effect on the quality of your stream. So let's let's start with your live encoder. Uh, if you're just getting into live streaming, a lot of people use Flash Media Live Encoder. Nothing wrong with that. It's a good live encoder, But they pretty much, Adobe is no longer upgrading that or doing much with it. And so uh, it's good, especially for standard definition streaming. But if you want to do something more with it and add more to it, uh, maybe you want to start doing HD streaming with it, usually not a good idea with Flash Media Live Encoder. Normally there's problems with either uh, audio and video getting out of sync or some buffering. So I would not recommend using Flash Media Live Encoder if you're going to do high-definition streaming. I have, I know there's a few of our customers that do it, and everything is good, and people are happy with it. Uh, awesome. Good for you. But for the most part, there tends to be a problem with high-definition streaming with the Flash Media Live Encoder. What's the solution to that? Well, um, I would suggest a different encoder. I, Wirecast is a good option for HD streaming. Uh, I believe vMix is also an option out there. There's other things out there as well. Um, and one of the most important things that people don't realize when it comes to your equipment and streaming issues is you want to make sure that your video capture device or your video capture card that you use specifically for streaming you know, pairs up well with the live encoder. So, for instance, Wirecast, if you go to their website, Telestream, uh, there is some specs out there, and they will kind of recommend uh, video capture cards or video capture devices uh, that you know you could have, you' end up plugging your camera feed into or your switcher feed into uh, that device you got to have something so that the live encoder recognizes the image and so a lot of times there's problems because the video capture device just it's doesn't seem to work well for some reason I've had some people you know complain on those things we've worked through the, some of those issues and they found that they used a different device and the problem went away. So, uh, you know, one of the best ways to, to, to uh, make sure you don't go round and round is to check whatever live encoder you're using, see what they recommend. And, again, the Flash Media Live Encoder, it's hard to get information on it, it's hard to talk to anybody in tech support on, with it because of what it is, and it's going away. Uh, but I have just simply found from experience that if you try to do HD streaming with it with Blackmagic cards or different devices like that, it sometimes you're asking for trouble. So if I can just be honest with you, know your equipment and make sure. And especially, here's another point too, is sometimes people change equipment during the week and everything was working great, and then you put new equipment in, whatever it might be, switchers, video capture devices or whatever, uh, even cameras. And then all of a sudden, you know, they did a quick little test, turned it on. Yeah, it looks good. And then Sunday morning, all of a sudden problems. So again, if you're going with new equipment, you know, make sure you spend some time testing it and streaming with it and making sure that it's going to work, uh, more than just two or three minutes. Get what I'm saying? So there you go. So, uh, as we talk about this issue of streaming video this today, uh, a lot of times buffering occurs when there's a poor routing connection between the location of your live encoder and the server you are using or the server the person that's providing the server. And, you know like in our case, we provide servers. So uh, check your upload speed. Uh, the, the speed test is a good way to do that. Uh, if you have good upload speed and things seem to be good and you're still having buffering issues, um, you know and you've checked your equipment out, uh, then there's a thing you could call, you can run called a ping tracer, which would trace the different uh, nodes out there that, that the, the internet jumps through. The internet's kind of like a big spider web, you know, all these different nodes out there that kind of hop all over the place. And sometimes when the things are hopping, uh, packet signals get lost or dropped, and somebody's got issues wherever they might be. And so sometimes uh, there can be buffering and problems. And we can certainly provide you a, a ping tracer test and help you with that a little bit if if you are pretty certain that it's not your equipment or it's not your internet where you're where you're you know specifically at so that's one thing you can do uh, and again, as I mentioned, upload speed is important. If you don't have a lot of upload speed on your speed test, you can always lower your bitrate on your live encoder, change your resolution a little bit lower. It's not that hard to do, and that can help as well. Another issue, though, when it comes to problems with streaming, and a lot of people don't realize this, and that is your computer, the CPU on, on your computer can be working overtime for various reasons, and when the CPU is running hot, in words, when it's when it's just the resources are being drained, uh, it can slow things down on your live streaming, and you can get buffering and other issues involved in that. So, I'd encourage you to occasionally. In fact, honestly, I would do it every at least every time you stream, but check your CPU. Now, Mac has a different. Uh, it escapes me off the top of my head, but you can check your performance on your Mac, uh, on your on your computer, on your. PC, you can check your your performance very easy. It's I think it's under CPU. I think Mac calls it something different. But again, if you're running, I don't know, seventy percent or higher on your CPU usage, uh, you're asking for potential problems uh, because you know you may have several programs opened. And I know there are churches that that will put their streaming video, they they run their live encoder, they'll run Pro presenter. they'll run something else, uh, all on one computer. And uh, it can slow things down and affect your streaming. So I would encourage you to check that and maybe uh, get a different computer to run maybe some other programs that may be sucking your resources. Uh, yes, you can always add more RAM. You can always add more memory. And that can help. And a lot of times, too, I have found that, that uh, you know, things can be working just great for somebody for a year, and then all of a sudden there's a problem. And, and uh, it just comes out of the blue. It could be a virus-related thing. It could be your your just computers getting old. It could be things that you've never thought about that uh, are affecting your stream, and it all has to do with the, uh, the computer and the CPU and the computer. So keep that in mind when we're talking about having a live stream, uh, you know, problems and, and those kind of issues. Uh, it can be your upload speed, but it could also be your, your equipment issues, especially with your computer. It could be draining some things. And uh, so as we move on here a little bit, Uh, there are some things that you should look at to really make sure your experience is good. And here's something, too, that I find that happens quite common, and that is uh, the video may not be a problem, but the audio is a problem. And if your audio is a problem, quite frankly, it's a big problem because people will tolerate video that may not be crystal clear, Uh, The lighting may not be the best. The video may not be the sharpest. People will tolerate that. And as I said earlier, uh, you don't need to really have high-resolution video because a lot of people are watching on mobile devices. And they don't have to be high-resolution. But here's something people won't tolerate. Audio issues. Because you can have great video, (laughs) but if your audio is bad, people are not going to be sticking around very long. Uh, They're they're going to be leaving you because it's just annoying when there's bad audio So one of the uh, things I would strongly encourage you to do is listen to your audio during the live stream So if you're on the other side of things here, and you're the administrator uh, You're the streaming person there uh, Make sure that you listen to your audio at least in headphones or something. It's going to be a delay Videos always going to be delayed the live stream is going to be delayed be on your computer seven to 10 seconds could be a minute or more. So headphones would probably be good but you want to make sure that that audio is good and it, that can change especially a lot that can change because many people are taking audio it's going into their sound board you know they use the same sound board to mix music in and stuff and then it comes out and it goes into the computer either through the video capture device or maybe directly into the computer but sometimes those levels get messed with on the mixing board. And so sometimes your audio, you know, it was really good last week. And now for some reason it changed. Why did it change? Well, it could have changed for various reasons. Maybe somebody on the mixing board bumped it or moved it or something. Uh, And, you know, sometimes the connection isn't good depending on how you've done it. So uh, really keep that in mind. Audio is very important when it comes to live video streaming because uh, people want to be able to hear what's happening. So check that out. And if you need tips on this, you know, as we're rambling on about some of this stuff, you need some help on this stuff. Uh, you can certainly call us or email us support at streamingchurch.tv. We will certainly help you and try to, uh, you know, deal with some troubleshooting there. Uh, we've, we've, as I've said, we've been doing this for a long time, and so there's a lot of things that we have come across over the years, and maybe we can help you with it. So, audio is very important when it comes to having really good streaming video. So, some tips here to keep in mind as we talk about this. Um, Make sure you back up your if you're if you're, you know saving your archives, which you probably should to some degree at least to a certain point. I'd encourage you to back up your backups. <laughs> uh, I would definitely. Uh, we have a feature with streamingchurch.tv called a DVR feature, and that DVR feature is really kind of cool because you can be streaming live, and when you're ready to capture your your video as you're streaming live, you just click a button on your admin control button and panel, and it will uh, capture the live stream, and send it up to the on-demand server at the same time that you're streaming live. And then when you're done, you just hit stop, and then you wait a couple minutes, go over to your admin control panel, and you can just kind of link things up, and you're done. Uh, Unfortunately, as we said earlier in this podcast, a lot of things kind of hinge on the Internet. And so if if you have a hiccup uh, in your network, at your church, it can corrupt that file that you're sending up to the on-demand server through the DVR feature. So I would always encourage you to save a copy on your hard drive, even if you're using a DVR feature. You can always get rid of it later on your hard drive, but uh, I would save it in you know, Wirecast. Every, every live encoder, I think, has that ability to save your file on your hard drive, and you can certainly uh, use that and uh, make sure you save it. And a lot of people save it anyhow, they do some post-editing, then they upload it later, uh, either through FTP or through uh, our admin control panel as well. But if you're using a DVR feature, you know, make sure you back it up on your hard drive, the the file, because again, uh, the internet is a wonderful thing, but it's not perfect. <laughs> and uh, one of these days, it will probably be near perfect with fiber optics and all the stuff going on eventually, but right now it's not. And so there are problems that pop up and they're beyond everybody's control usually. And so you just have to kind of deal with it, but there are things you can do to back up your backups. And so I'd encourage you to back up a copy of your stream and and make sure that uh, you're all set. With uh, your your file, for that matter. So, uh, as we talk about streaming live, I want to encourage you uh, to really uh, look at some of these things that we talked about today, and see if you can kind of get them in a maybe put them on a spreadsheet or some kind of a little uh, bulletin, so that when you have uh, people that are volunteering and working, they can check things like you know the the speed test, and they can check their their live encoder and make sure the upload speed is appropriate and and, and check on different things out there uh, something else that when, we, when we're on the issue of streaming and uh, dealing with your experiences whether it be buffering or problems or whatever is you know if you're using Wi-Fi to stream with uh, you could have some potential problems eventually and especially if it's open Wi-Fi which means your other people in your church have access to your Wi-Fi the internet, at your location can have atrophy it can shrink it can go uh, it can change in the upload speed and it can get you know it can get smaller so to speak because when other people get on your network uh, it can shrink that down so a couple things to keep in mind if you're doing live streaming if at all possible if you can uh, hardwire your computer or your your live encoder if you can hardwire it uh, to your network that will make a big difference Uh, And even better still, if you can kind of close your Wi-Fi to other people, if you're streaming on that same network, that will help you as well. Now in the past, we've done podcasts here and we've encouraged people to have open Wi-Fi in their church because people are using mobile devices and it's a great way to kind of connect and use those devices for your benefit. But if you're doing live streaming, that may not be such a good idea. So I would strongly encourage you To uh, think around that a little bit, the church I was working with, uh, they decided to get a different internet connection so that they had one internet connection strictly for streaming. And uh, when they weren't streaming, the office people used it. But then there was another Wi-Fi connection that was open and people could use it. It was a, a separate network. So it didn't affect one or the other. And uh, again, as we talk about live streaming, uh, there's fluctuations in Internet, especially if you have open Wi-Fi. So keep that in mind. Check your live encoder performance. That's another thing you should strongly consider. uh, I think it's Wirecast has kind of a CPU usage meter, which, uh, again, will tell you if it's getting overworked. Uh, uh, Flash Media Live Encoder has uh, logs you can look at. We actually encourage a lot of people to check. There's an auto-adjust setting on flash media live encoder you can use and the encoder will actually adjust your upload speed if your bandwidth is shrinking at your network but also has logs it will tell you what's going on and i think most encoders will so when you're having some issues uh, buffering or whatever it is a lot of times you can look at the logs on your live encoder it will tell you if it's trying to make some adjustments or those kind of things Uh, these little tips will help you when things are going wrong, if you can remember these things and write them down, uh, they'll, they'll help you in the, in the situation. Because, you know, w- when you're doing a live conference or a, just a regular church service, lots of things are going on. We understand that. And when the Internet goes down or when there's problems with your live stream, it's like your hair gets on fire. It's like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? And, and many times it's calling us, which is fine. You could do that. But we're, we're going to tell you probably or suggest to you that you check some of these things we already talked about. Uh, If you can kind of keep these somewhere by your live stream, there's things that you could have people go through, like a checklist that will help them when it comes to their live encoder performance, uh, you know, their upload speed, what are they streaming at, uh, and also monitoring the live stream. If you can monitor the live stream, uh, you know, through the Streaming Church TV platform or whoever's company you're using, uh, that will help you as well. Obviously there's going to be delay, but you'll get an idea what the audio sounds like and what the video looks like as well. From the viewer's perspective, I don't know. I hope that helps. Uh, it's it's streaming video is a great tool to use. Uh, we've seen churches grow by using it and doing it right. There's some other things you can do to. Uh, we'll talk about sometime in the future that will you know help you get more viewers and those kind of things. But the bottom line is, you want to really make sure you check some of these things we talked about here earlier because uh, uh, you know you want a good experience for people and if you can minimize the problems, uh, you'll have more peace in your life <laughs> during a service if you're the person in charge of this streaming stuff and then people who on the other end will have a good experience and they will enjoy your service. So, again, we're always available <clears throat> if you if we can help you in any way. Support at streamingchurch.tv or you can call our uh, toll-free number 866-852-6648. Check us out on iTunes. We're, uh, we are there under Church Solutions Podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We'd love to hear from you. We are also on... Uh, YouTube. We have uh, just look for streamingchurch.tv. We've got the audio version of this podcast on YouTube. One of these days, we'll go back to putting some video on there. We've got video on there as well, but what we do right now with these things is audio only. And we're also on NewMediaMinistries.tv. NewMediaMinistries.tv It's a little blog platform that tells you about some things happening. Got some new features coming up on streamingchurch.tv. You can you can uh, read about as well. Uh, which we think will be a benefit for you. So again, we exist to try to help you, to try to encourage you and help you with tech things as well as uh, other areas of church stuff. Uh, and if we can help you in any way, please let us know. So Steve Lacey is gone. Well, he's not here. He's not gone yet. But uh, for Steve, I'm Phil Thompson. And for all of us here at JSL Solutions, we hope that you have a great week and a great weekend. And we will catch you next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.